Wow, my mic's picking up a lot of uh, HVAC noise, it looks like. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you can hippo it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, hippo sent with echo on my phone is wonderful. Uh, I, I believe that all of our listeners who have iPhones, uh, which is most of you, I'm sure, <laughs> um, <laughs> should definitely send each other uh well, you don't know each other, most of you probably. Anyway, send somebody else who has an iPhone hippo with Echo. Yeah. I don't know what their intent was with sent with Echo, but if you do it with a singular emoji, it doesn't make a bubble behind it, and it just sends a million of that, and it's always it's amazing. <laughs> it's just a swarm of hippos. <laughs> So, like, B with Echo would yeah. really be, like, the optimal one. But Hippo is pretty good. And also yeah. a swarm of hippos is real bad. Uh, and and uh, Amazon wants to send swarms of uh, little, little, little guys, little robot dudes <laughs> to deliver things, apparently, which seems like a not a it seems like one of those things that you patent and then you don't do because it's dumb yeah or yeah just just sit on it so nobody else does it hopefully <laughs> so the reason we're doing this now is because the series of episodes we're doing right now is leading up to our discussion on the green new deal and a criticism of it that's come out already, despite the fact that it's not like really a thing yet. It's not like it's right. it's gone to vote or anything or <laughs> or that thing where you vote to decide if you're going to vote, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think anybody's even written much of it down, have yeah. they? Like, is there I, even? Well, the criticism of the current proposal to propose. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the meeting. To the pre-meeting for the meeting for the pre-meeting yeah. about the meeting. Is that it's um, asking for every progressive pipe dream at once. And the reason for that is that, well, if your end goal is a greener future, all of the pieces have to add up to it. And so much is interconnected. Right. So th this is one of those interconnected things. <laughs> if we want to get high-speed rail out of the Green New Deal, we have to have better urban planning. And what Amazon is, or at least what they are solving, or what they think they're solving with <laughs> delivery robots, is... Um, working directly against that because instead of disincentivizing suburbia, it's enabling it to persist in the future without penalty. In fact, quite the opposite. It continues making it better than either picking urban or rural living. A particular kind of suburbia, too, namely the kind without any mature trees uh, near the sidewalk which is actually a really nice place to have trees yeah. uh, for the whole, <laughs> you know, shade thing. But that that is um, assuming that you're building sidewalks for humans to walk around on, perhaps to get from one place to another, 
which we all know is uh, not the case in suburbia. In fact, our, our, most of our suburban sidewalks where they exist will be pretty much just little roads for these robots and the occasional dog walker. Yeah, so that's the thing with uh, these terrible robots is that they specifically require the very worst parts of suburbia, which is that there are perfectly flat sidewalks that are never used because the way suburbia is set up on purpose is that coming off of a main artery you have this weird uh, like flower shape of streets <laughs> you have an intentional non-grid of streets where you have these weird loops that don't connect to the adjacent loop you can't and cul-de-sacs yeah and cul-de-sacs and you know it's just basically to get from one small neighborhood to another you have to go back out to that main artery and god help you if that involves making two lefts right. like a house a house that might be literally on the other side of a wall from your house might yeah. only be reachable uh either by climbing over the wall or by driving to it right and uh, in general, people will drive to it. And of course, um, <laughs> this is a very California thing. Uh, I mean, it's everywhere now, but I feel like it's particularly prevalent um, in Southern California to, to have these kind of neighborhoods. Like my husband's mom lived in one. And if you did not have directions, like very specific, okay, you need to turn left here and then right here, and then two more lefts, and then it's like around the circle a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never, ever find a house because they're all identical. <laughs> and and the, and the layout of the streets was like, it makes no sense. Yeah, they're interconnected or not circles, and they're not, or, or, or I guess you could say they're loops. They're not circles. They're weird blobby shapes. <laughs> and, and here's the kicker. It was built around a golf course. Of course. The worst thing yeah. in the mm -hmm. desert, mm -hmm. which all of Southern California is, whether it admits it or not. Yeah, that's that's a good use of fresh water literally yeah. piped in from another <laughs> state. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I, I love all the golf courses in Palm Springs. Not only do they have to... I mean, we could really do a whole episode. Have we done a whole episode just about golf courses? We and somehow haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've got issues, uh, lots and lots of issues with golf courses. Yeah. But we're talking about uh, adorable, like, can you, you can tell that this is a suburban uh, phenomenon because if anything, like these little box tanks <laughs> were, were tootling around the sidewalks of like a real city like New York, I mean, people would just kick that fucker into the road. Yeah. That thing wouldn't last five minutes in New York City. Well, even if it is 800 pounds um, and it's full of all the AI to not run people over, it's just going to be sitting in people traffic the whole time. Right. People aren't and going to it... get out of its way once they learn it will not run them over. And if it is heavy enough that you, that if it is 600 pounds, like that's a hazard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's going to like run down somebody in a wheelchair or, or, you know, run over a blind person's cane or something like that. I, this is in a place with actual people, which is the kind of place you want. I mean, density is great. Human uh, urban density is, is, I mean, it's not great for the environment. Ideally for the environment, there would be no humans at all, which, yeah. you know, we're working toward that, but... 
Um, <laughs> we need towns. But, towns are what work. But but assuming that humans have to be part of the picture, which I mean, I'm a human, so I guess. Um, <laughs> like you really want a lot of people. You you don't want them to be driving around. You do want them to be walking maybe cycling cycling's fine yeah. uh they should do that in the road and the road should be safe for them to do that uh but you st even then you still don't want these stupid little robots delivering packages to people like first of all the mail carrier is already going to everybody's house just i think mail is is an inescapable fact yeah. of human existence uh just use the post office I know you don't want to because it involves paying for something, which Amazon doesn't really love doing. But yeah, um, although with the post office, a lot of these neighborhoods are fairly convenient to deliver paper mail to, which nowadays is all junk mail. and They might as well just discontinue anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. It will. It's no longer walkable for the human. And as long as the postal truck is burning diesel, you know, that's bad. It's true that I'm thinking about, um, <laughs> so in my neighborhood in Schenectady, the, the mail carrier would park like in the neighborhood and then walk to all of the houses with the mail. So it wasn't so bad. Well, um, yeah, but that it's a uh, one to 200 year old layout though with grids and everything. Oh yeah. Also true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My, my particular block was about. Well, it was a block for example. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it was a big one because it had a hospital at one end of it and then a few houses around the periphery for my specific block. But it definitely was surrounded by roads and uh, there was also a school. Uh, it, was, it was very uh, cute, actually. Uh, all these little craft, uh, craftsmen, as in from the craftsman catalog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> houses. The Sears built houses. Built uh, in the yeah. mid to late 19th century through the early uh, 20th century. Yeah. Since you mentioned uh, wheelchairs before, uh, I want to point out that, so as with autonomous vehicles, which share the same criticism here because they're just enabling us to not seriously think about mass transit, is that people like to pretend that there's this huge accessibility angle because it enables autonomy, theoretically. Um, and, you know, in the case of the cars, uh, we'll see about that because as long as you need to be able to grab the wheel, like, you need to be physically capable of driving, so that doesn't count. Um, and... With these stupid Yeti coolers on <laughs> motorized <laughs> wheels here. In the video that they've shown of this, and at this point it is just a video because at this point it's only corporate masturbation. It's not a real thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it shows the Yeti cooler stopping <laughs> at like the end of the sidewalk that goes to the house, staying on the sidewalk that goes between houses at, you know, like where a mailbox would go. And a woman coming out of the house to reach down and get her thing out of the robot. Yeah, that's a lot of able-bodiedness being required right there. Yeah, and if you already have trouble getting to your door to get something from a human carrier, 
this is just so much worse, especially if you have like a stare, like even one, right. you know, like it's just... <laughs> like, like most people do. Yeah. I mean, in, in suburbia, um, houses are not ground level by design. It keeps water out of the first floor. Yeah. Which is a good thing to not have, uh, in your, in your, <laughs> in your house. Yeah. These robots are taking, well, probably not very, I don't think this is going anywhere. I sincerely hope not, and I and I don't expect it. UPS driver is not like an awesome, amazing job, but you can get by yeah. being a UPS driver uh, better than you can get by being unemployed by a stupid little <laughs> Yeti cooler on wheels. <laughs> Unless we actually do universal basic income, which... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you and I have said multiple times before that our stance on automation is that it should eliminate jobs in the way that eliminates people's need to go to work, not to inflate corporate profits. Yeah, unfortunately, it's super set up the other way. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, rich people are in charge of everything. So anyway, you've got these little robots. Uh, you definitely can't reach into one if you're, say, in a wheelchair. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends why you're in a wheelchair, but let's just presume that a goodly number of wheelchair users are not going to be able to do that. Uh, if you broke your leg recently, you probably yeah. <laughs> can't manage your crutches and whatever. I mean, if you have back trouble, which is a fair amount of people, like, again, not so great because it's pretty low uh, to the ground, which, you know, makes sense because you don't want it to, like, topple. <laughs> that much um which it would be more likely to do if it were taller and more top heavy um so it, it's really not that much better if at all even for the the neighborhoods that are optimized yeah for this kind of malarkey <laughs> to have a little robot show up uh, at the end of your driveway also like you have to be there right like, which also reeks of privilege that you have a lot of people work during work hours <laughs> at places where they don't live yeah <laughs> like a lot of people yeah or they go to school again at places that are not their suburban house right <laughs> like like it's such a weird like idyllic little <laughs> like oh here's this this woman who's you know there at home and this little robot comes by and oh look it's a package and there's no people involved which as a millennial okay cool yeah um but i also don't have to talk to the ups driver they don't even ring the bell <laughs> which you know normally that would be like not great because i wouldn't know their package is there but i get a notification on my phone so i do know yeah <laughs> it is kind of like since you said idyllic like the 1950s version of the year 2000. <laughs> it kind of is. Where everybody lives in suburbia and everyone has their stay-at-home wife. Right, and their flying car. And I do want a robot yep. cleaning lady, though. Well, I think that would be awesome. A robot <laughs> housekeeper, really. She did everything. She even made fun of them, which, you know. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and until the uh, robot worker uprising. Like, I can't even call this greenwashing because it's not obviously greener than anything else. I mean, even if you suppose that that little robot is, I mean, it's it's certainly electric, even if it's charged fully from solar power, like, it's a lot of batteries yeah. out there that don't really, what if, 
<laughs> we do these, uh, what if we have electric vehicles at scale for delivering things, huh? Huh? Right. <laughs> what if we make trucks? <laughs> and not like, probably, not, not like 18-wheelers or whatever, because uh, they're practicality uh, issues there, but like little mid-sized UPS trucks, I think, are a pretty decent candidate. Uh, in fact, weren't they... I forget whether they were moving to compressed natural gas or electric, but definitely one of them uh, because it made financial sense right, <laughs> for, yeah. for UPS to do it, which I mean, okay, I'll, I'll take what I can get well, as far yes. as reasoning. Uh, delivery trucks need to move off of uh, in con uh, internal combustion alone because there's too much start-stop. It's just never going, it's just never going to work out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you could, I mean, the theoretically coming electric VW bus is probably about the ideal size for something like this. Yeah, those are spacious, but not terribly heavy. Right. Um, and they're designed to be a rear engine, which, you know, is nice for electric things. Also, like... Speaking of electric things, the range on that thing isn't going to be, like, huge. Right. <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a truck. Right. It's, it's going to get off of a truck, which <laughs> uh, that truck, which is going to be inefficiently packed because the stupid robots taking up space in it. Right. Like, <laughs> Or worse, several robots. I mean, probably there'll be, like, because you'd want to have, like, you know what your robot delivery truck right <laughs> delivery or the robot robots plural probably to each neighborhood right where they're it's 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 the whole thing oh it's, and then it has to go pick them all up it's just it right the, there's no way the this? logistics of this work out at all it's just it's just not reasonable <laughs> It's, I mean, it's a very cute little robot, and when it opens its little lid, it looks like it's smiling. But this is, I mean, not only is it not green, it it strikes me as completely impractical, like, from top to bottom. <laughs> yeah. And also, people will kick them into the street. Well, they'll try. Yeah. Oh, man, dogs are going to pee on them so much. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> And, I mean, people are going to encourage that. Oh, yeah. If you were out walking your dog, you'd be like, oh, there's a robot. Let's go pee on it. <laughs> and so, like, I'm on Nextdoor for the lulls because <laughs> I live in a wealthy area and it's kind of, you know, funny. Construct the guillotine to, uh, or guillotine, I guess you're supposed to say, um, to uh, see what the blue haired ladies are clucking about. Right. <laughs> And they complain about dog poop a lot, and I can't even imagine the complaints yeah. if if this little robot <laughs> were tracking dog poop all over everywhere. <laughs> like it would be an order of magnitude more complaining. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think we would take this to literal poop, but that's a that's a fantastic I mean... <laughs> note to end on. <laughs>